Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Derek Sassman. Of course, we have the soon-to-be castaway key, Doug, the Disney dentist, Dr. Doug. Uh, and, Doug, I know you're excited. I'm excited for you. You are about to be uh, on board the Disney Magic in five days. I know. I'm really excited to uh, set sail Good, once I- again. For you guys who don't know, we're actually recording this podcast early because Doug is so excited. He'll probably forget all about us. No, he's. Uh, I've really encouraged him. He's going to be updating Twitter and Facebook through this whole trip. So today we are going to be doing kind of a trip preview and kind of some expectations. So here in a couple weeks, you can hear how all those expectations go. Yeah, there's a when you're planning a big trip, this is a big trip for us. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of expectations. So I think the follow-up show will be entertaining just to know what uh, worked and what didn't work because there will be lots of stuff that we, we fail on too. And uh, even with all our experience, it still is always a mystery how Disney will suck you in and spit you out sometimes. So I'm excited to go over kind of what we have outlined to do in our plans. And uh, the one plan that you didn't mention is that you are not taking me. Uh, I was hoping mm-hmm. you could uh, sneak me into your overhead compartment on the flight. Uh, I don't take up a whole lot of room and could just hang out on the uh, boat with you. Well, it's Southwest. Black. Bags do fly free. You do? So I can fit into most if, bags. There we go. You can get in there. Um, yeah, we'll take one more bag. I don't know where you sleep on the cruise ship, but uh, we find a place are you actually going to sleep there's so much fun things to do that uh ah, crew, that... i will i will find time to sleep i also find time for a nap hopefully michelle doesn't listen to this episode to know that i'm looking for a nap time but uh it will happen i guarantee well, it well and the big thing i always hear and, and we'll start this off with the cruise because you're, you're starting your trip with the cruise and i guess mm-hmm. uh uh, you know, I know for us, when we cruise in February, we're putting the cruise right in the middle. So we're doing a couple parks, cruise, and then going to do a couple parks. Um, why? Why are you starting off with the uh, the cruise side of it? So the first thing we did was we picked what cruise we wanted to go on. And we looked at some different criteria. But the big thing was we wanted to go on the Disney Magic because we've sailed the Dream a couple times, the Fantasy a couple times. This needed to be a shorter cruise, and it had a four-night cruise out of Miami that fit the window where we could go. This trip is with my extended family, my parents, my sister, her husband, and their three-and-a-half-year-old daughter, um, my brother and his partner, and then my grandpa, who just turned 89, and my aunt. Um, So it had to fit like everybody's schedule. So basically it was mid-November was it. And so it was either going to be the dream for three or four nights, which we've done once in 2013 as a group. Um, so we wanted to mix it up a little bit by doing the magic. And the magic uh, just got refurbished a couple of years ago. 
Yeah, so it has a lot of new bells and whistles. We've never experienced a classic ship. Um, so that's kind of why we picked the cruise first. And then we were looking at the calendar. Do we want to go to Disney before or after? Ideally, you go to Disney World before so you can relax on the cruise after you run around the parks. However, we're looking at the schedule. We get off the ship the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And it seems silly to fly home and have the kids go to two days of school and then have more days off, where if we did Disney World before the cruise, they'd be missing a bigger chunk of school to be able to do as many days at Disney. So we kind of chose it just simply to maximize our days at Disney World, um, not because it's the ideal thing to do. or It's just simply the timing and days out of school. We have a middle schooler now, so we don't want her to miss quite as much school. I still f- think they learn a lot out of school when you go on a trip like this. But uh, there's a lot of homework to make up. So that's why. we're Ideally, you do it before or you bookend it. But we're not doing anything ideal, as you all know, by the end of the show today. Well, for uh, going into that, I, I know uh, having kids and, and is always hard. And uh, a lot of people love taking cruises when their kids are not in school. Did you find that uh, some rates were a little bit cheaper Um you know, this is still pretty early on in school year, and we're uh, buttoned up against Thanksgiving. Uh, how are the prices? This, this time cruise of year? was really well priced. It's one of the better times of years to go price wise. I don't think there's going to be very many kids on our ship. We did a second week of January cruise on the Fantasy in 2015, and the cruise director actually said, This is the cruise that will have the least number of children the whole year. So that also means that all those staterooms that sleep five or four, they're only sleeping like two adults for the most part. So it was awesome. Um, and then we did a capacity cruise the next year because it was the inaugural uh, Star Wars Day at Sea. Mm-hmm. So we felt the difference in just filling up those rooms with kids. So the, I expect this one to be pretty low on the kids. I mean, who takes their kids out of school the week before Thanksgiving? What kind of parent does that? So I think it's going to be... Um, not too crowded, and prices were pretty good. The next week for Thanksgiving, though, oh, good night. No, thank you. Can't do a cruise then. <laughs> no, and I mean, that's why we're doing uh, – we'll both be at the the parks right around the same time because we'll be uh, on the West Coast. It was the same thing. It was so much cheaper for us to go to the park one day and fly out the following day, and, and our kids are going to be missing uh, two days of school. Uh, ours are in preschool, so a little bit different. But uh, something to consider when you are planning a trip is uh, school and how to maximize. Uh, you know, Disney is for kids, and kids have school, and so uh, you can sometimes sneak in a good deal if you're willing to sacrifice your child's education for a couple of days to uh, have a little extra time at Disney. Yeah, so that was basically the the decision making process. So, so that's why we're doing it afterwards. Well, let's talk a little bit more about what you're going to be doing on the Magic. It's a ship that I'm really jealous, one of the original. So, um, well, everyone always asks about food because everyone knows you eat really well on cruise ships. Um, and and uh, Disney does really cool things with some specialty dining. I'm sure you, uh, maybe do you have a date night booked up or some family dining events going on? So one thing we have is, like I said, it was just my grandpa's birthday. So we do have noted on the reservation that he turned 89. So we're celebrating that on the cruise ship. One of the nights um, in our main dining hall, With they do rotational dining. So you go 
through the three main dining halls. We'll hit one twice because it's a four-night cruise. That extra night, though, will be pirate night, and we'll get the pirate menu. Um, so that's one thing we have booked. The other thing is we have a day at sea, and on any Disney ship, the day at sea, they offer Palo Brunch. And Palo Brunch is something that, if it's at least your second cruise or so, I definitely recommend it. It's really amazing. There is a fee for it. I think it's $30 currently. Um, that's always subject to change, though. Um, but we booked a whole bunch of those for all my family, my parents, my brother, and grandpa, aunt. They're, they're all doing brunch, but I am not. Um, we've done it. We're not that fancy of people, <laughs> if, if that makes Everyone sense. Everyone loves brunch. It is really filling. Uh, when we did it, I couldn't eat like the rest of the day. So I guess I'm willing to give up fanciness for just like eating garbage on deck while my kids swim. Um, so we have other stuff planned with the kids at that time. And they'll all go to brunch. Um, my sister and brother-in-law with their three-year-old, they're not doing the brunch either. So maybe the kids will go do some uh, activities together and maybe we'll do something else. I think I'll probably pass on any beverage seminar as well, but I guarantee you my brother and uh, his partner will uh, definitely enjoy those. They'll probably try several of those. So we'll be able to get their take on, on how the beverage seminars were and the tastings. I, I will um, do those as well when we go in February and so I can help some, uh, some of you planners uh, who like an adult beverage as well. I, I did one, and uh, it it left some effects on me the rest of the day. It was also after Palo Brunch a couple hours, so that was a rough day food-wise. The uh, I was not training good enough for the cruise to eat enough, I think. I'm My uh, dining training is in full force. I stopped at Dairy Queen for lunch, so just, you know, got to prepare. Well, you're but, going at the perfect time because uh, right after Halloween, people just start packing off for Thanksgiving and then yeah. Christmas. So you're you're great. This is a it's I put on ten on pounds every boot. year this time of year. So yeah, uh, it's, it's you know you're gonna have a lot of fun uh, dining. Of course, Disney always goes above and beyond. You can see so many pictures online, and I know you're gonna be uh, taking pictures and sharing some mm -hmm. things as well of the cool things that you guys are experiencing both at Palo and, and anything else that you might be doing. Um, the question that I always love is uh, when you get on board, and you've talked to me and talked in a couple episodes about this, is about pre-booking some things, character meet and greets, uh, some destinations. I know you're going to Castaway Key. So uh, what are, especially those planners, what did you do 75 days out and then right when you get on the ship, uh, are you planning on doing to help maximize uh, your trip? All right, well, we did 90 days out. Or 90 days, yeah. Castaway members. Do you, 75 is for you newbies. I only so. get 75. Yeah. You get 90. Uh, us silver people snatch up all the good times. Another thing is this is our fifth cruise, so we will be gold from here on out. So I think is from then on. Is there past yeah, gold? There's platinum. Oh, platinum. platinum. Even better. Yeah, you can keep going and going and going. Yeah, so... Um, we booked, um, on an Elsa meet and greet time and we met, uh, we, the meet for the princess gathering. That's where you get like four or five princesses, just bang, bang, bang. You show up with your ticket. It's a lot like a fast pass. So you're not staying in line for an hour. It's and, like and when 15 you, you minutes. You booked this 90 days in advance, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. So you do your online check-in. Um, you get, first thing you do is you check to see if a cabana is available. The next thing you do is you check Palo. 
And this is all after you pick your port arrival time. And then you do your Anna and Elsa and Princess Gathering. The demand on those is not too crazy, so you can get a decent time, some options. And uh, I got my, I booked my grandpa Anna and Elsa time too. So we'll see what he does with that. He's, telling, uh, also, he's probably telling you to let it go with that. Yeah, one. I don't know. He's kind of a goofy guy. Um, so he also has a Swedish massage booked uh, for our Nassau day because my aunt doesn't want him getting off the ship in Nassau. And he's all about like, I'm going to get off the ship. So I booked him a Swedish massage right in the middle of the day. So, so he's stuck. But uh, um, So we have those booked, the, the meet and greets. We booked the Palo, the dining, then too. Um, there was a cabana available, and you can get up to 10 people in a cabana. However, we have a party of 14. Um, so it was like, so what four people don't want to be in the cabana? And the answer to that is nobody doesn't want to be in the cabana. And, and people so, need to realize it's really hard to book a cabana on Castle yeah. Key. So that's also why I think our ship is not at capacity because of the fact that I could book a cabana as a silver member. A gold member or platinum member has much better success because they get to check in earlier. Um, and it's also a smaller ship. So if you're on the Dream or the Fantasy, your odds are way lower than on the Magic and the Wonder. But uh, yeah, so we ended up getting two cabanas next to each other. So uh, we've never done a cabana. I've never thought I would do a cabana. It always seemed like a splurge that's unnecessary because Castaway is amazing in and of itself. But with my grandpa, we thought it'd be really nice to have a hard floor and places for him to sit easily. Um, my mom also doesn't like running up and down the sandy beach either. So she'll have a place where she can sit and watch the kids out on the beach. Um, you also get like snorkeling equipment included, the floats included, a bike rental included sunscreen you can keep asking for more sunscreen so um i kind of told my dad just keep asking the attendant for more sunscreen and then you'll feel like you broke even um so you get a lot with it that's not just the cabana um but i thought of any trip this would be the one with my grandfather and mom and all those other things that sounds, I mean, people don't realize how hard it is to get a cabana at Castaway Key. I know they're planning on adding a lot more. So the fact that you guys got, I mean, yeah, you have to book that up if you get that opportunity. Absolutely did the right thing. Um, and I'm excited to hear your review here in a couple weeks yeah. of the cabana. Because um, mm -hmm. I've heard, I've heard, I've actually heard mixed reviews, mostly good. But, yep. um, for, for the price you're spending... Uh, you want to mm -hmm. definitely get the uh, maximum, or as you said, all the sunscreen out of it that you can. Yep. Keep bringing me the sunscreen. So that's our castaway day, and uh, we don't have anything planned for Nassau. Uh, we're going to get off and uh, walk over to the Pirate Museum mm -hmm. and check that out. We've never done that before. And then hurry back to the ship. We'll be off the ship just long enough for the kids to be like, yep, this is a foreign country. Let's go back to America. Um, so there's well, that well rounded education. There you go. That's pull yep. them out of school for that. It, it will museum, make them, though. you know, it's just after election day and, uh, it will make them appreciate America no matter what we think is falling apart or wrong with our country <laughs> going to Nassau. We'll, we'll make you do that. Well, well, good. This isn't a political podcast no, by all means. We are but, talking Disney. Uh, so yeah, cause yeah, we're recording this right before the election. So 
uh, who knows what happens. But um, let's get back onto uh, literally onto the ship. Uh, you've gone uh, with Castaway, and you've done uh, the the dining. You've done the character meet and greets. What else are you uh, planning uh, to make sure you do? I know they have a lot of great shows. Uh, a couple other fun things on the ship. Is there anything in particular you were trying to, uh, like I said, this is why we do the pre-show. I want to know what you're thinking and planning on doing. And so when you come back in a couple weeks and you're like, well, that did not go as planned. Yeah. We have a little fun with it. So is there any it's, shows or the, uh, the aqua, it's not the aqua, the, uh, the dunk on there that you want to do? Aqua dunk. Yeah. I want to do the aqua dunk, um, a time or two. So hopefully that will happen. Um, the big thing that we want to do is Tangled the Musical. We don't want to miss that. Um, but we also don't want to miss the Snuggly Dunkling. Uh, Snuggly Duckling. It's a dunkling, like the, the water coaster there. Or water slide, sorry. Um, so, yeah, we're really looking forward to the musical. It is my wife's favorite um, animated movie is Tangled. So she's really excited. Um, and they turn the O'Gills, the sports bar, into the bar from the movie. And so before the late showing, it's kid-friendly, what oh, they do in there. And then after the late showing, it's adults only. So that night, we'll send the kids to um, the old clubs, and we will go back to the Snuggly Duckling and enjoy the adult version of entertainment. So that's big on the list. That's like priority A, B, and C, really. Um, a lot of the activities on the ship are similar throughout the fleet. So we've, we've done most of the things we really want to do. Some things we like to do, though, uh, is work in some Disney trivia contests. Um, we've won that a few different times, not to brag or anything. No, yet. you didn't brag at Just all. Just not at all. But yeah, it's fun to do those, and it's really fun when, um, like, you come down to the end and you're doing like tiebreakers, and you realize like, holy cow, that person knows their stuff. So here's the question: Who knows more, you, the Disney dentist, or your wife, the rope drop queen? Oh, it's me. Okay. When it comes to this type of stuff, it's like movie trivia, park trivia. Um, ask her the rate at certain time of year when to go. Price-wise, yeah, she knows way more than me. Um, different advantages of resorts, she's got me there. But if it comes down to like who voiced a character, she has no clue. Unless it's Tangled and Mandy Moore, you know, then she knows. But uh, yeah, okay, well, it, we're, you need to post. If you win, I, I want to post oh, on be Twitter post. and Facebook, and we if can. If I lose, we can all celebrate. There'll be a post of morning, but we'll do it a couple times. One time, we won the very first time we did it. So we didn't do trivia the rest of the trips. So the kids, kids kept going, let's go back to trivia. We're like, no, no, no. We're, we're the champions. We, we're, we won the first round. We, can't, we told them we couldn't go back. It's like, I don't want to go back and lose. Uh, we're, you know, there's some people that really know their stuff. The tune trivia is really hard. We stink at that. So we, uh, Samantha's been practicing up for tune trivia. And hopefully we'll be a little bit better. But they just play snippets of songs on the piano and it's not always the refrain or chorus. One time they played the bridge um, to, uh, gosh, a song that was like not a main song off Hercules. And Samantha was like, oh, that's from Hercules. And we had no idea what the song was. And there was people that knew it. So, yeah, it's trivia. That's another goal. We'll that's, see how that goes. That's awesome. I know uh... – We've been kind of focusing on the cruise quite a bit. I mean, this is only yeah. a small part of what your trip yeah. entails. 
Um, is there any other reservations before we move on to the parks that we'll, you'll be going to? Because we want to hear your fast passes mm -hmm. and everything with the parks. Yeah, right? so we're staying in Miami. We're staying right down by the port, taking super shuttle to the hotel and to the port. And then um, after, segue, after the, uh, the cruise, we're going to take a cab to the airport to rent a car and drive to Orlando. Uh, we can't rent a car at the port because it's a Sunday. And all the car rental places are closed in Miami on a Sunday, except at the I, airport. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's that was um, discouraging. But, uh, it, you know, it is what it is. So I get to drive from Miami to Orlando. Well, so. that will be a fun little drive. And uh, are you going to head to the parks first, or are you going to head to your resort first? Well, we're going to go straight to uh, Saratoga Springs is our first resort we're staying at. And we will not have a park ticket that day. Um, we won't get our park tickets till the next day. Um, so we're going to check out Disney Springs. We haven't been there since they've done a lot of work. Uh, try a new restaurant. We don't have a reservation. We'll probably go to Blaze, a counter service pizza place. That's the plan. We'll see what happens. You know, when a kid's I crying. Say, I, there's so, so many Disney Springs restaurants that I love. Yeah. Uh, th that's one of my favorite days, Disney Springs Day. So that's what we're starting with, just Disney Springs. Um, depending on the temperature, maybe hopping in the pool, relaxing at Saratoga. Um, we actually have a two-bedroom villa, which is a little ridiculous for five people. Just going to say that. Um, but it was a travel agent rate, and sometimes it's how they get rid of rooms. And two bedrooms at Saratoga, two bedrooms at uh, Olkey West are almost always available. Um, so that's how we got that room. It was cheaper than a one-bedroom with a travel agent rate because they can get rid of those easier. So that's the first night up there. And, and then we uh, – What park uh, are you going to? Yeah, what, where are we going? So you're going to be there. You're going to do the Disney Springs Day, the, the off-Disney Day maybe, uh, or not, I guess, the off-park day. So Yeah, we'll yeah non-Disney Day. Yeah, the non, uh, what, uh, what park are you going to go to then right away? So the next day we, uh, we still have the rental car, so we'll load up all our stuff in it. And we move over to the Contemporary. Oh, you're only doing one day. Okay. so you're Yeah, we only have one day there. So, um, yeah, moving on. Pack it up. Let's go. Um, enough at Saratoga. We're going to the Contemporary. We got a free dining package there. So not a travel agent rate, so it's a little different for us. But uh, do, taking advantage of the free dining. Um, and with five people in the room, it makes free dining an even better offer mm -hmm. than, say, two people. So it, free dining is not created equal for every party. Now, where are you dining uh, at Contemporary? Oh, we're not eating at the Contemporary. Oh, okay. We're staying at the Contemporary. See, now, when yes. we stay at the Contemporary, we finally get to do Chef Mickey. So uh, I will be excited because here in maybe March, we'll have to do a review of the Contemporary now that we're both staying yeah. at it. Uh, you and this trip and then ours in February. So it'll be fun to talk about because uh, that's been one of my bucket list hotels since I was a little kid. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to stay where the monorail goes through. Mm -hmm. So we got five nights there with free dining and then we move over to the Grand Floridian for one night. So, the, Which I've mentioned many a times on this podcast is definitely a bucket list uh, resort for me. And then from the Grand Floridian, we go home. And uh, we fly home the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, so, you know, that's not a busy weekend for air travel at all. The airport that's, should be really. That's, why, right? we moved, that's why we moved our flight. That's 
We, yeah. We're saving so much money instead of flying out on Saturday, flying out on Tuesday, that we're doing Disney Lands California on, uh, on that Monday. Yeah, so, so when you guys are leaving the parks, we're just now getting to the other one. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're, we're doing three different resorts just to check them out. We only have the one night at Saratoga, but we'll actually be at the resort a lot. And then our one day at Grand Floridian, we may not see it in the daylight, to be perfectly honest, with the time the sun's going to come up and go down. Um, but we'll see. And with free dining, so we have more dining booked than we need at the moment. You asked where we were eating. Um, well, the first thing we have booked, if I'm going down here, is the Jingle Bell Jingle Jam holiday party. We want to do a, a party, um, so we booked that. I mentioned that during our holiday. Yep show and so we're excited about that we've never done a uh, uh, dessert party to watch fireworks we have done the pirate and pals cruise for wishes and that was awesome uh that's not in the park you know it's out on the seven sea of the lagoon so here we're in the park um it's gonna get us in the christmas spirit i suppose if we're not already after the cruise because the cruise will be a christmas cruise so i'll let you know what that entails afterwards um so we got that book. Then we have a. Then we don't have. That's on Tuesday night. So yeah, we check in on Sunday. We're not going to eat any table service until Wednesday. We have a Tusker House breakfast um, before pre rope drop at Animal Kingdom, which is uh, that, that's a character meal. Then mm-hmm, Donald's Dining Safari breakfast at Tusker House restaurant. Um, then that's on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We kind of slid all our dining, reserved dining towards the end of the trip when the crowds are going to be bigger. Um, so on Thanksgiving for lunch at 11 a.m., we got uh, Liberty Tree Tavern to have our turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing. Um, and then that night is the thing that I'm probably the most excited about is uh, the mini seasonal dine at Hollywood and Vine dinner with the Fantasmic package. The Fantasmic package doesn't cost any more than the regular dining, so it was kind of like the same amount of credits. Might as well book it. Not sure if we're going to use the Fantasmic part of it or not, but we knew if we didn't book it as Fantasmic, we couldn't add it later. Mm-hmm. So um, looking forward to that. That's different outfits during different times of year. It's a newer thing. Hasn't happened through Thanksgiving yet. So we're there on Thanksgiving, so we're not sure if we're going to get like Pilgrim Mickey and Minnie or if they're going to be in Christmas stuff, because they'll be in Christmas stuff leading up to Thanksgiving. So it'd be really interesting to see um, Pilgrim Mickey, because I don't think he shows up very often. No, that would um, be a, you'll have to definitely. I'm sure that's one on uh, Michelle's list to get. I know she's trying to get pictures with all the Mickeys. It, she, uh, yeah, we'll meet more characters than you can shake a stick at. Um, and then on Black Friday... We got uh, Akershus Royal Banquet Hall for a late breakfast at 10.35. And then possibly the girls just do that, and Alden and I slip down to Japan, and we eat at Tepan um, Indo for a little uh, meal cooked right in front of us on the table. But the times don't jive very well, so we're not sure if we're going to be able to make that work. So that will be interesting to see what we decide to do. You can cancel reservations the day before, and that will probably be the day before type of cancellation. Um, see how tired we are by that point. Um, I think if we're pretty exhausted, we'll just all eat at Akershus um, rather than trying to do the extra work of going two different places at once. 
But that's kind of a boys team, girls team sort of thing. Um, and then Black Friday dinner, Ohana, because everybody knows that's what you eat on Black Friday. Yeah. And somewhere in there, I have to watch a football game. Um, so there's a bar next to Ohana. I might go early and leave the rest of the family at Hollywood Studios. I will go to the Polynesian, plant myself in front of the TV um, at the bar. The only time that I've skipped uh, you know, football is when I'm in Disney. That's the only time I don't watch it either. It's really weird. Uh, it kind of depends. The amount of my enthusiasm to skip over to the bar will depend on how the rest of the season goes up until that point. Like, mm-hmm. What exactly are my Huskers playing for? So that's a whole episode, how to watch football at Disney World. Because um, I've done it, good and bad. So just live um, stats on the phone. That's that's all. The, I Twitter is really the best way. I'm starting to decide. And then um, Saturday, our flight doesn't leave until seven thirty at night. So we have a lunch at uh, be our guest before we head out. So there's all our dining. That's a lot of dining. I'm full. I'm really full now. That's a lot of food. I, you're full. I'm hungry. There's a lot of those restaurants I want to want to try and. Uh, and excited to see kind of some of your reviews and what you post about them. Yeah, a lot of places we've been, um, but we haven't been there since, you know, 2010, 2012 type of thing. So um, I think the only you have new kids. Tree. You have kids. Dining never, and, and every parent should know this, dining never goes the way you uh, have planned when no. it comes to Disney. Uh, so, yeah, someone will have to go to the bathroom at just the perfect time to mm-hmm. like make life a struggle. So we'll see. We got a lot of plans. See if they happen. So that's that's the dining. Other than that, we like our counter service restaurants. So first part of the trip will be a lot of counter service. Second part's a lot of sit down. That was by design, based on the crowd levels. We thought we wanted a guaranteed time to sit down on Thanksgiving and Black Friday when the park is bananas mm-hmm. um, so that we don't have to wait an hour to get counter service. Well, I'm you just know? glad you're getting turkey and mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving. That is my favorite holiday, and uh, you're going to be on the happiest place on earth eating the happiest meal on earth. So in a double win for you. get it twice because I think the buffet at Hollywood and Vine will have uh, – which is Car- an amazing buffet. Uh, the last yeah. time I went there it was fantastic. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna definitely win and come back a, a couple pounds heavier, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's easy to say. Uh, just keep walking that park all 13 miles in one day. Um, that's a lot of food. I, food is one of those things where it's going to be more exciting here in a couple weeks to hear how it all went, if you were able to make it uh, to the restaurants, you know, when your kids wanted that Dole Whip or uh, Mickey Pretzel. And uh, so that'll be fun to talk about. But what I really want to hear, I mean, this is Rope Drop Radio. And I know you've been planning your rope drops uh, probably six months ago for uh, this trip. So let's mm-hmm. hear each park each day. Uh, what is your rope drop and what are your fast strategic fast passes uh, with this? You are going to Walt Disney World. So you, for you guys who don't know, uh, they do a great job with the Magic Bands. You get uh, three fast passes. And, of course, if you're crazy like us, which you should be, you can go to the park uh 
30 minutes before it opens, wait in line, and then sprint to whatever e-ticket attraction you want to get to. So, Doug, take it away. Where are you going? Uh, let's just go park by park from where you're starting. And uh, let okay. us know what your rope dropping, what your fast passes are. All right. So we're going to start out um, Monday. We'll, that's our day where we move to the Contemporary. Uh, it's the day we first have our park ticket because it's part of free dining, so we can't use it before that. That's why we couldn't go on Sunday. Uh, we are rope dropping Hollywood Studios. Um, it's going to open at 9 a.m. And our first Fast Pass is at 10.25, and that's Tower of Terror. And then we have a Star Tours right after that, and then a Toy Story Midway Mania basically right after that. Kind of all back-to-back. There's about 10 minutes between them, that's 15 nice, minutes. That's a nice little walk, though, from Tower of Terror all the way to uh, Star Tours. Well, you know, if you do Tower of Terror right at the beginning of your Fast Pass time, you you have essentially two hours, mm-hmm. so we'll do something between them. Don't worry, don't worry about us. That's a tiny park, bitty, bitty. I know, it's I not know. that long a walk. All right, and then yeah, Toy Story at the end. So our rope drop plan here: we will rope drop Toy Story Midway Mania, um, and then as soon as we're off that, we will head to Rockin' uh, Roller Coaster, um, and then after that, uh, we'll see what time it is, how long Rockin' Roller Coaster takes to get through. We might try to meet a character to uh, – we'll probably go to Launch Bay after Rock and Roller Coaster, which if you know the park, that's a lot of walking to go from Toy Story to Rock and Roller Coaster back to Launch Bay. It doesn't make a bit of sense logistically, but lines-wise it does. After Launch Bay, then we'll head over, probably hit Tower of Terror, and then um, Star Tours. I don't know that we're going to worry about Great Movie Ride. Um, if we do it early to beat the line – it's going to suck up a lot of time, um, and our kids really could care less. Yeah, so, and, and like we talked about, you just you absolutely need to get pictures of what you can. I know there's walls up everywhere, but try to sneak in some uh, some Star Wars experience, whatever they have going. Uh, update us live update of what I um, will uh, do do something live video. And I will hold my phone as high as I can next. Put Alden on your shoulders and and get oh, up there. Oh no, stinks. he's way too heavy. I'm no, I'm too wimpy for that. I I will use my full height to see over that wall, almost, almost. I'll show you exactly what I can see. I I promise you. Well, um, every Star Wars thing I can do, and uh, so that's kind of the plan there. And then we will um, go back to the contemporary kind of check in. Get everything settled in the afternoon after we eat a lunch. Um, at we'll probably eat lunch at Back, Backlot Express, so I can have some uh, Star Wars waffles and chicken. Because hmm. um, with Star Wars on the waffles, makes it taste better. And uh, then we're gonna go to the Magic Kingdom, fight the crowds, try to see wishes that night. We like to try to get wishes in early in the trip. In case of bad weather, it doesn't happen. That way you have time to work it in later. Where if you get it done, knock it out the first night or two, it's one less thing you have to worry about. So that's the plan. We'll see. Um, The kids still can't quite understand why there's no nighttime parade. Um, And then I remind them that they made fun of the Main Street Electrical Parade in January after seeing Paint the Night. So I'm like, kids, are you really going to miss it? They're like, no, are they just going to do paint the night everywhere? They should do that. And I agree, but it's not happening. So we'll go check out Wishes that night um, and uh, close down the Magic Kingdom. And we will stay there late. We'll maybe take a nap in the middle of the day um, because we'll be up early. We'll be at Hollywood Studios minimum an hour before it opens. 
because um, of the crowds and we're crazy. You you are you are the rope drop queen, king and queen. Uh, I'm, so, I'm excited to see how all these plans unveil as you do them. I know you'll be updating Some us. of it will be a disaster. Others of it will work magically. Kids so have to day, pee. I, that's that's the one thing I've learned of being you know, a parent is they yeah, always have to they go to the bathroom at the worst possible time. Bad, bad things happen there, when you deny There them. are lines that are 30 and 45 minutes, and you're about five minutes away from being in the very front, and that's when they have to go. So if you're a parent listening to this, um, expectations always just know that happens. We 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 got in line for pirates in California, and the line there is always like forty five minutes. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. And uh, we went to the bathroom before we got in the line. Thirty minutes later, Claire's like, "I have to go to the bathroom." Like, just went. So even then, kids. Yep. All right. So then uh, the next day, we're rope dropping Magic Kingdom. The week we're there, to give you an idea of how bananas the park's going to be, because it's Thanksgiving week, the Magic Kingdom opens at 8 a.m. every morning. Not extra magic hours, just normal opening. We've been there for a couple 8 a.m. openings where they're the normal openings. It is amazing. It is empty. It's like a ghost town. So we're really excited about the first couple hours. So we don't have our first Fast Pass until 10. That gives us two hours to just... We'll probably that day hit Space Mountain, Buzz Lightyear, Tomorrowland, Speedway, um, and then maybe a few other things. Uh, but we're going to knock out that uh, Tomorrowland side pretty quick, I think, that morning. And then we have uh, Peter Pan, Splash Mountain, and Big Thunder Mountain are our fast passes starting at 10.15. And uh, the last one starts at 12.30. So we'll eat some counter service somewhere. We'll survive like Cosmic Rays or Picos Bills. We haven't tried Picos since they changed the menu over to all like fajitas and Mexican food. Oh, what? Well, yeah, so, yeah. We ate there uh, on our honeymoon. That was the last yeah, time we went to that restaurant when it was all burgers and mm-hmm. chicken nuggets, right? And, yeah. Now it's it's like fajitas and stuff. So, and it's in my opinion like really overpriced for a fajita. Um, it's also Disney, so, so everything in yeah, Virginia is a little overpriced. Have it relative to the burger and chicken nuggets. Mm. It just feels like I'm not going to get enough for the price. Um, so I'm really glad we're on the dining plan. That allows me to try things with less financial concern. So we'll maximize the dining plan by getting expensive counter service. And um, did you did you mention what your fast passes were for? Um, yeah, Peter Pan, Splash, and Thunder. So we got the Splash Thunder back to back. So we'll go on Splash right at the end of our Fast Pass window, and then so as soon as we're off, we can go on Thunder. And when I say we, I mean the rest of my family will go on Thunder, and I will probably work on getting a fourth Fast Pass for something. I think we're spending the whole day there. I don't think there's any hopping. I think it's all Magic Kingdom. Uh, we'll probably go back to the room because it's right there. Uh, take a little break, and then head back in at night. So that oh no we will hop sorry we're going to Hollywood Studios that night for the Jingle Bam, so not yeah. Star Wars for not Star Wars which is disappointing we were really looking forward to the new Star Wars show but you know what we'll we'll be okay see it's I funny because you you talk about how you're going to the wishes first I know my wife and I when we were talking about our trip in February it's like no matter what we need to see the Star Wars fire I I would skip wishes to make sure I see the Star Wars fireworks show. The, I would do that too, if they were half yep. it. But we also have the Jingle Bam locked in with a reservation. 
However, it could still get canceled because of weather. But mm-hmm. uh, November is a very dry month in Florida, as dry as Florida gets, just about November, December, January. So not too worried about weather, but it can happen. Um, so that's our evening, and we'll probably, after Jingle Bam, if the park's still open, we'll try to get Toy Story in because we're addicted. Um, Wednesday, um, Wednesday morning, we it's a little different. We're rope dropping Animal Kingdom. And then, um, and, and there's only one thing you do when you rope drop Animal Kingdom. Am I right? You guys going to do Everest? Or Michelle Ev- is going to do Sa- Everest? Do Safari, and then we'll do Everest. Okay. Um, we have no fast passes at Animal Kingdom. So we'll rope drop the Safari, go to Everest. Um, they may ride it twice. Maybe hit Dinosaur, depending on the weights. And then, like, we're out. We're, we're on, on a bus out of there on our way to Epcot or back to the Contemporary. Um, we, we, I shouldn't say we're out that fast. We, we might go on Triceratops spin there. We're not going to see a show. I'll be honest. It's just not going to happen. No like Lion King, no Finding Nemo. No Lion King, no Finding Nemo, no Flights of Wonder, no Bugs Life. Well, of course, no Bugs Life. Um, yeah, we'll, just, we'll be done. Um, they may do Everest twice, though. Even if they have to wait 20 minutes each time, um, I don't think there's anything else they, they're going to be too concerned about. We're going to head over to Epcot where our fast passes are starting at 4.20. So we're going to get lunch and then uh, go over to Epcot and maybe uh, sneak a few things in in Future World. And then we got uh, Frozen Ever After. And Well, I know what we'll do. We'll be going around World Showcase until we do Frozen. And then we got Character Spot and then Mission Space. That seems really, really odd. But you can't get Soren. You can't get Test Tracked if you have Frozen Ever After. Um, we're not big Illumination fans. We feel like you have to be on the rail to really enjoy it, to see everything. Um, the fireworks aren't overwhelming. So from a distance, it's not that impressive, especially after you watch Wishes and you watch... Jingle Bam, I think, is going to blow away Illuminations. So when everybody's going to Illuminations, we're going to go get a line for Test Tracker Storm. So that's a good plan. Okay. That's what we'll be doing. And then uh, we'll hop on the monorail back to the resort. Then Thursday, we're up to Thanksgiving. So we're rope dropping Magic Kingdom. It's going to open at 8 a.m. again. Uh, we have a Seven Dwarfs Mine Train Fast Pass at 9. We'll probably use that right at about 10 o'clock. And then we got um, the girls are meeting the new princess. Is it Elena? Elena? Elena yep, Elena. Elena. I had it right the first time. I'm horrible. Now, are they getting a fast pass for that? Yes, we have the fast pass for that. Alden's still trying to decide what he wants to do. He's weighing his options between Peter Pan, um, Stitch, or the Speedway. Well, I um, know mine, if I was had those three decisions, the Speedway all the way, speed- but... Yeah, he might go Speedway, but he's got this weird little, I want to do Stitch because I'm not going to be able to do it again, and I hope there's little kids on it. I'm like, <laughs> he's just sick and twisted, Alden. But uh, whatever he wants to pick, the boys, we're going to split up for a little bit. And then we got Space Mountain after that. So we'll probably rope drop Thunder, um, probably rope drop Thunder, go on Splash, then hit Haunted Mansion, um, Small World, Pirates of the Caribbean maybe. 
Uh, we'll probably use a fourth, fifth fast pass for the things like um, Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, possibly Buzz Lightyear. Those are good uh, fourth or fifth. And so we're spending the morning there. We eat lunch at uh, before Space Mountain. We go to lunch at Liberty Tree, and then after the after Space Mountain, we're going to hop over to Hollywood Studios, and uh, maybe get a fast pass for Lord knows anything. I don't know Muppets, whatever is available. They don't even have it, do they? But um, and then we'll have our other meal, our second Thanksgiving dinner at uh, the Minnie Mouse. And that kind of sums up Thursday, and then we're to Black Friday. Friday, we have to move to uh, Grand Floridian, but we are rope dropping um, Epcot. So we'll do either Soren or Test Track, whichever we don't do, do. Yep. the other night. Um, and then we have, at that rope drop, we're going to hit the other headliner, do a little bit of Future World, but then we have Fast Passes at Hollywood Studios at noon. So we're not going to be Epcot very long. Um, before we're heading over, but we're going to eat at Akershus. That's the so that's the day that we're trying to decide what to do with our dining, and we don't think we can get the J- Japanese dining to work quite with our Toy Story Fast Pass. So I don't know. We'll probably all be at eating Akershus at like ten thirty, and then we're going to be on Toy Story at about noon. So it, the boats work pretty good to get from one to the other if the feet are tired. Mm-hmm. Then the next day we. Uh, um, go back to the Magic Kingdom to round out our trip before we fly home. More of the same in the Magic Kingdom. Seven Dwarfs, Big Thunder, Enchanted Tales with Belle that day. So, yeah. That's that's, that's a busy trip. That you is guys, it. You guys, I mean, in the thing, oh, some tired. listeners are tired even just hearing it. It's, uh, I mean, the normal family uh, picks one resort does all four parks no hopping and but you guys uh love to experience a little bit of everything and i know with what uh what we do and with what michelle does it's good to get to different resorts make sure you do different uh character events and dining as well the you know and the thing i don't see happening within this um trip is us ever doing four parks in one day um, because of the crowds and how we kind of spread out the different fast passes i just don't think it's going to happen um, cause of the, we have too many reservations. Um, if it happened, it would have to be like that very first day where our goal is to hit wishes. Mm-hmm. We could kind of sneak in one thing at each park, but it's not really efficient. You got to do that at a slower time of year or just really be dedicated to doing that, which my wife is crazy. It may happen. So, yep. Yep. The rope we'll, drop. We'll see. I, you, you say all these plans and knowing her, she, uh, they're all going to be different by time. Heck, you might change resort. Who knows? No, I know that won't oh. happen. But um, anything can happen uh, on the trip. That's why it's so fun to hear kind of what you're planning on doing now and yeah. then hearing uh, how the execution actually happens. And, of course, I'm really excited to watch on Facebook and Twitter uh, your updates, seeing all the fun things, giving some reviews um, you know, there are going to be a couple, is there anything under refurbishment, uh, during that time, uh, uh during the fall, um, that's when they start doing some, not, not too it, much in the Christmas time, but definitely everything just about opens up the week we get there. Oh, perfect. It's, they want everything open for Thanksgiving and Christmas because of the crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few things that go down the Monday after, after we leave. So I can't think of anything major. Under refurbishment, like the Liberty Bell or something like that, maybe I can't. 
I really can't remember. I think it's pretty open. Um, of course, half at Hollywood Studios is down, but that's just Hollywood Studios right now. That that is, I mean, it's going to be an amazing park in a in a couple of years, and uh, well, unless they take the Avatar Road, which we joke around about, and Star Wars. Uh, no, but if, Star Wars is a little bit more. I think they're spending. A, they're, I think they, Star Wars is going to open up. They got enough. Uh, uh, the Star Wars fanatics, number one movie of uh, all time in the U.S. Uh, they're they're going to get that one open pretty quick. Yeah, they have the motivation. Um, the way Cameron's been working the movies with Avatar, like that's not giving them any incentive to no. get going on it either. So yeah, they they announced this week actually, uh, glasses free 3D is what he wants to do. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But I know uh, one thing I want to pitch is here on uh, December 16th or 17th, we are going to do a special Star Wars episode in honor of Rogue One coming out. We'll do a, a review and as well, uh, we'll hear a little bit more about, uh, Doug, what you've seen at the studios and some of the construction going on and then uh, what there's planning on doing with the uh, experience as well. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that when you're in California, Derek, you take the time to get on the tram, go to the parking garage, go up to the top floor, and take pictures from the top of the parking garage for us. You know what? That is where that parking garage is where I'll probably end up is parking. It? Yeah, because I've parked in that garage before. Uh, I don't know so how it's close. So it's not too crazy a thought, huh? No, it's I, really the, the only crazy thought is is, and we'll talk about this uh, during my trip preview. But that that is the biggest parking garage on the planet. Uh, and there's just millions of people coming in. So to take the time to go to all the way to the up corner. to the top, only yeah. to go down, I don't know if I see that happening. But um, You don't want yeah. to do that with a three-year-old? No, not, not, not at no. all. My kids, oh, they can only walk fun. so much. Yeah, um, It would more be me running as fast as I can to get up there to take a picture to run back down and meet them at the bottom. So, uh, But we'll talk about that during my trip preview. Uh, mm -hmm. coming up with California Adventure. Um, but no, I, I really am excited to uh, hear, and, and I know I'm one of those people, you are too, I like to know what's coming next. And so it'll be really here to cool. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard some balloons are going up. And so uh, if yeah. you can find any pictures mm -hmm. of any of the uh, the test balloons, uh, definitely take some of those and you can either text them to me or put them online too for others to see. Um, but for you guys who don't know, Disney loves putting some height and sight balloons up. Uh, and then have people kind of look at different, is this going to be blocking a view here or there? And that's kind of when you know something new is coming. Especially Epcot, I hear a couple are going up right now. Yeah, if I see any balloons, you'll be the first to know, Derek. But uh, we may do Ellen's Energy Adventure just so that the kids can say, oh, I remember when I did this ride. Yeah, because be, it sounds like Guardians is going right there. Yeah, because uh, that way they can kind of sound about Ellen's Energy Adventure the way I talk about Horizons. It can be their horizons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Horizons is way better than Ellen's Energy Adventure, but I'll let them have it. Well, and I still think Guardians, that's the wrong park to go to, but it will be interesting to see if they, they start any prepping while you're there. Well, they could sure. just take away your other beloved Tower of Terror, Derek. I don't see them doing that, and, and, and no. that's one thing we're going to talk about is I still have a chance that that – that ride is still open. Nothing's on the outside, but they're still keeping the insides going uh, right now. So hopefully I can ride it before it becomes Guardians. Yeah, hopefully it still feels like the Tower of Terror for you since the outside is stripped and naked. Yeah, now I'm just riding it for nostalgia. 
anyway. So I've never I've never ridden the one in California Adventure because my kids have always been too young, and it wasn't finished the the other time. That, uh, I've gone. We'll talk about this in my trip preview coming out. It's kind of a preview for it, but yeah, um, it, yeah uh, I've done the one in the Magic Kingdom plenty of time, or uh, the studios plenty of times, and so yeah, it'll be nice to compare and contrast a little bit. Now, yeah. the one thing, the last thing, I was a little disappointed. I didn't hear you having the trip. Are none of your kids doing uh, Star Wars at uh, at um, at the studios? The um, Jedi, you know, the Path of the Jedi. Probably not, unless it kind of no, because we'd have to rope drop signups, and um, you know they did it in January, and uh, that was with the new characters with Darth Maul and Darth Vader, and uh, no Darth Maul and the seventh sister. Yeah, the one from Rebels. Yeah, and uh, now that they've inserted Kylo Ren in it, Alden says it's too fake. Um, he has nothing to do with Rebels. Um, at least Darth Maul is in Rebels. Um, the Seventh Sister is definitely in Rebels. So Alden's too good for it now because it doesn't make sense in his word as a nine-year-old in the canon. Okay. <laughs> He's, yeah. So I like, okay, and Claire doesn't really care. And Samantha is it's like her last chance, almost. She's, mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do it one of our other trips this year. Uh, one thing I totally forgot to mention, day one in Hollywood Studios on our way out, we will be stopping at guest services to turn our free dining ticket into an annual pass. So we'll be upgrading after we use the ticket. But you have to get a ticket to get free dining, so... That's why we don't already have the annual pass in place and use it from the get-go. But we'll upgrade it right away because of the shopping discounts and other discounts that you get with it. There you go. And so you'll be doing a lot more Disney trips in 2017 and 2018. Yeah, it will be uh, a lot of Disney in the next 12 months, which is a good thing. That is great. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's uh, I am jealous for you and how much... Uh, you'll be able to go and how much knowledgeable to share. And that, that'll be a great thing when people ask questions. Hey, I have a question about blah, 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 blah. And Doug's like, hey, we'll be there in a week. And so you can answer the questions yeah. uh, and get a firsthand experience with everything. Yeah. And, you know, one other thing, like, yeah, we'll have an annual pass, but we're still not locals, right? So there's some people that question how, well, why do you know? So you're not a local. You can't go every day. But, you know, we... When we're traveling, when you got to buy plane tickets and get there, it puts a little more pressure on your planning. And so even though we go regularly, we still sweat the details, just like somebody that goes once every two, three, four, five years. So um, that's why it seemed a little monotonous going over all the details. But, man, it's there's a lot of pressure planning a Disney trip. And so hopefully hearing us talk about it takes a little bit of the pressure off somebody else. Yep, that's why it's Rope Drop Radio. That's why we're here, and we love answering your questions. So that is what I'm going to, as we finish this show, I'm going to put to you. Uh, Doug is going to be there on the cruise and at all four parks multiple times. And uh, we want to hear from you. Any questions that you have, please submit them via Facebook, Twitter, and Doug will answer them, if not on online uh, or with maybe a cool picture or uh, a video. Uh, he'll definitely be able to answer those uh, on the on a future podcast. So please let us know so we can help you plan your trips as well. And then when I'm in California Adventure, I'll be doing the same thing. Yeah, I'll try to limit the accidental selfies, I promise. 
Sound, yep, sound, yeah, this is, get, get, make sure you show the characters and everything like that, uh, but no, we love seeing you in, in fun things, and we want to hear from your kids too, because your kids are at a good age, what they enjoyed and what they didn't enjoy, uh, so it helps plan uh, people with kids those age as well. Yeah, and uh, hopefully the cruise, all of our family survives, um, all the details getting 14 people from one place to another place. It's a lot involved, so hopefully everything goes smooth with all the logistics. So, well, I'm sure it will because you have you are married to the rope drop queen, uh, and Michelle does a really great job at planning trips. She has planned all of ours. In fact, I need to give her a call very soon to finalize some our our trip details in February. And uh, literally, uh, if you need the best travel agent around, she will knock it out of the park for you and get you a good rate. And then you just give her a budget. And so if you're thinking about a trip in 2017, please let us know and we'll put you in touch with her uh, because she does a phenomenal job at helping you plan the perfect trip. And if you're worried about being too much like Doug uh, by hopping to seven parks in one day somehow, uh, you don't have to do it that way. You can take it one park at a time and uh, she'll help you definitely do that. So contact Michelle, contact us. Um, and be asking questions and stay in tune for plenty of pictures, videos, uh, fun things on our social media sites because this is this is the fun time, Doug. We've been talking about this for a mm-hmm. while. You get a trip, I get a trip. Uh, by the time we come around, then we're both going back here in the early 2017s as well. Yeah, it, it'll be really fun to follow along. So that is that is Rope Drop Radio, and of course. Uh, we will always take pictures from our rope drops because that's what we do. And so that is all the time. We actually went a little over time today. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, and stay tuned and have fun with us as uh, we get to do some traveling in the next couple weeks. So, Doug, you'll be on the boat in five days. Have fun. Take pictures. Uh, hopefully, maybe we can Skype you in for a special review or anything. Uh, but you know what? Enjoy it. Absolutely. I will. Looking forward to setting sail. Sounds good. Five days. The count has begun. And for all of us at Rope Drop Radio, for Doug and myself, Derek, uh, thank you for listening. And like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for all these fun updates from the parks and the cruise.